It's time, my friend, to amplify your voice, to share your powerful messages with the world and step into who you've always been so that you can share your gifts with the world. The Amplified and Enlightened podcast is for women and men who have audacious dreams and desires. They want to live abundantly, love fiercely, and feel fulfilled on their own terms. This is a place where we have elevated conversations that will enhance your relationships, your spiritual connection, and uplevel your life. This is a space to come and laugh, hear stories, and learn something new. Take away an aha or an epiphany that you didn't have prior to this episode. You know, there's something to be said about doing things that scare us, for taking bold risks, but also knowing that you're not alone and that you deserve all that you desire. It's time, my friend, to step into your uniqueness, to let your truth self shine and amplify your voice and possibly even a little more enlightened along the way. All right, friends, let's dive in and get started for today's episode. All right, everyone, I am so excited and grateful to have on the podcast today, Gemma Jasmine, who is um, coming to us live from London, England, actually. And so uh, I'll just share a little bit about Gemma before we dive in. Gemma is a PR and creative manager for a London-based artist creative, Jamal Dwayne Alatiz. And she's been working for him for the past year across brand partnerships with creative strategy and brand identity. She has also recently branched out into her own personal projects, delivering workshops and starting a self-portrait series. And she's exploring how to show up authentically through self-love and healing. Welcome, Gemma. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm so excited to get deep and chat about all of this. Yes, absolutely. Me too. So, okay, before we sort of dive into uh, what we want to chat about today, I thought I'd just share like how we met. Gemma and I met through someone who I met traveling years ago, probably like five or six years ago. And this friend of ours um, created a group of women's circles to come together and just like dive deeper into life and you know what we want to create for ourselves and having that sense of community and that's how Gemma and I met and we had a, another conversation um, like one-to-one -one and um, immediately it was just such a flow I said I gotta have Gemma on this podcast and we got to talk about the very important um, ways that we have developed in like how we live how we treat ourselves Gemma has very powerful messages to share with the world and I can't wait to share them all with you here yeah I think I just want to say like it's so amazing to connect with other women and those circles were the first time that I sort of realized that that I was just like wow women are fucking awesome and like as soon as you connect with women you you can connect deeper with yourself because that like there's just something there that you can't get from men you know like there's literally just a very clear understanding of like yeah this is how our bodies work this is how we feel this is what we experience um and so yeah it's been amazing just to connect with other women to connect with you i really love that you shared that and i already feel like i'm going to go off on a little tangent here you bring up such a good point. And, you know, I've had this conversation a few times um, with male friends of mine and like females, you know, it's really, I think it's important to say it's not about excluding men or 
like, you know, anything like that, it, you just coined it there for me. It's that women as men, like when men can get together on their own, there are just unique distinctions between men and women. And when you can be with like-minded people, you know, in any context, that just ignites this different level of connection. And that is powerful. I'm so glad you shared that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. So, um, you know, I love to hear a bit about where you're at now, but I also like to dive in a little bit of like, you know, where, where did your journey to self-love begin? Like, when did you really maybe realize that you might not have loved yourself to the extent that you wanted to, or if it was maybe showing up as a bit of a problem in your life, like when did that kind of start for you? What did that journey look like? I think over the last few years, like since I've, you know, been entered my 20s, I'm 24 now. So yeah, over the last probably four years, I would say it's just been a thing of like finding myself, I guess, naturally, like as you grow up, right? Um, but I would say in the last year is where the most change has come and where I really started to make an effort in terms of self-love and really like doing that inner work. Um, I, yeah, I went through a breakup at the start of last year. Mm. So I think that naturally like just triggered that. It triggered this thing of like, okay, I'm alone now. And I quite like being alone. Like I quite like spending that time with myself um and then not long after that we, we went into a pandemic and a lockdown which meant you know I was kind of forced to spend time with myself and I would definitely credit that like <laughs> if COVID has <laughs> done any good to the world it's <laughs> it's that you know we have been forced to spend more time with ourselves and and get to know ourselves and that has led to so many aspects of me like changing or improving um and just like, yeah, getting to know myself, I, I guess, like, you know, getting to know my interests and actually really expressing and sharing those interests with others too, and not hiding them. Mm -hmm. Because I think there's always been a fear of people are going to judge me because I'm interested in this, because I listen to this music, because I eat this food, you know, and, and even if it's as simple as just now sharing that on my Instagram story, it's really made a difference because I, I really believe like when you live, start living more authentically and just like showing up and kind of not giving a shit, you like, you naturally love yourself a lot more because you're just like constantly celebrating yourself with that. It's like, Hey, here's who I am. Um, accept me. If you don't like me, I don't really want to vibe with you anyway. So. Totally. I just hear such like empowerment and like assuredness and self-confidence in yourself when I hear you share that. So I'd love to hear, you know, if you could kind of think back to like Gemma pre this level of self-confidence, or if you could think of someone who's listening right now, who's like, man, I wish I didn't give a shit about what other people thought of me. What do you think would be like the, the change, the shift, like the really big thing to go like, I'm done with all of those other ways. And, or what would you share with, like, with somebody listening that wants to not give as much of a F about what other people think? <laughs> I think it's, it's really hard to, to like give that advice, I guess, because 
for me, I, I, I don't think there was ever like a trigger moment. I think there were, there were things, um, events and occasions in my life that have, I guess, kind of woken me up a bit to, to be like, okay, I, I need to go work on myself. Um, yeah, I, th I think it really, it, it's difficult because you have to be ready to receive it. Like you, you have to be ready to do the work. Uh, and that's kind of what it's all about, like doing the work and, you know, as well as spending time with yourself and getting to know yourself, really surround yourself with people that you can be yourself around and that like bring you up, basically the people that elevate you and, and make you feel good. Um, because I've noticed like in, in the last year, I, I've really introduced a lot more positive influences into my life in the last year. And it's made such a difference because I can have those deeper conversations. I can really connect with people and then connect with myself. I can, you know, like even if it's like getting re recommended books or podcasts or movies, all of that stuff makes such a difference because I can go and do those things on my own um, uh, and really like digest them and think, okay, how does this apply to me? Um, but yeah, it's all about sort of being ready and just like open to receiving this and, and open to the fact that it can be hard as fuck too. Like, like it's not all sunshine, lollipops and rainbows, but I always say it's worth it. Like it is worth doing the work, feeling the hard feelings. Cause I, you know, I don't know about you, but I spent, um, a decent amount of time, at least a few years sort of, and again, this was pre COVID, but just keeping myself busy, busy, busy so that I didn't have to feel the feels and I didn't have to look at the stuff that I needed to, if I wanted the next level of success or to welcome in like a high vibing romantic partner and you know, all the different things. So it's like, there are gifts in the hardness. There are gifts in the challenging times, right? Mm, yeah. I was speaking about something similar earlier, actually, that, you know, I think in lockdown, a lot of people, tried to get them keep themselves busy um and they tried to really just distract from the fact that they were on their own and i i think i've done that at times too but i i kind of really avoided the the typical like picking up a new hobby and, and all of that like i actually just wanted to work on the the skills that i have that i don't feel like i've mastered you know and like work on those and and the things that I kind of see myself moving towards naturally. Yeah, I, I think people do naturally just get scared and, and are like, I don't, I don't want to experience that. I don't want to feel those feelings. I don't want to, um, you know, open up that can of worms. I just want to like go binge watch a TV show or, you know, um, or like FaceTiming their friends constantly so they're not ever alone. Yeah. And I, think like you just have to you just have to experience it and it, like appreciate that it's hard like enjoy that toughness because that's the growth like you, you can't heal if there's no pain right exactly no pain no gain and like yeah. and also like let's define hard because there's different levels of hard everybody's going to experience hard differently like you know, experiencing a parent, like going through a really challenging disease and like, you know, that's hard. Like there's different levels of hard and everybody 
is, um, I, I'm going to say like, you, you know, you are allowed to feel hard differently than somebody else does. At the end of the day, though, like is being uncomfortable and feeling the hard feels for, you know, a little bit of time to move forward. Um, is it not worth it in the long grand scheme of things, right? If it means like the next partner that you attract is going to be more aligned with you or whatever it is that, you know, it doesn't have to always be about another person. It's whatever you want for yourself. Is that going to give you, you know, what you've always desired because you've been able to like sit in some of that discomfort? Mm, and it, it can at times feel like that, that hard period of time is going to last forever and it's going to be yes. a time, but it's, it's so short in comparison to the amount of time you would have spent being unhappy if you hadn't done the work. Like, and you just wouldn't realize that you're unhappy because you're, un you're comfortable in that space of like not leveling up, not growing, not dealing with these things. And, and so you can think you're happy, but you're not like, cause you're not where you should be at. You're not as high as you should be. Yeah. And um, sometimes, oh, sorry. Sometimes the unhappiness is actually, when we get to the root of it, more unhappiness is caused by not really living for how we want to live and what we want to create for ourselves. And maybe we're playing smaller, we're kind of sticking to that comfort zone because it feels scary AF to go and do the thing out of our comfort zone. Um, so yeah, I find more times than not, yeah, it's the hard stuff, but it's also the like, you're being called to something more and that can be scary yeah so totally worth it too right yeah yeah because it's like that's why people stay in jobs that they don't like or relationships that they're not happy in and yes. because it is comfortable because you feel safe and secure and you think that that should be how you're living but you know if if your heart is pulling you towards something else like look at sit with that and and that's why I kind of preach like just sit with yourself because you need to unlock that like you need to figure that out and write about it and and without the influence of someone else telling you because that's like we live with right like society and media telling us what we should be doing uh, and then when you've got like family members or partners or friends like coming into that too it's it's too much and it, you're not living for yourself you're living for them and what they think that you should be doing i think you hit a tar uh, a real point there and I want to circle back to something you shared too so I love what you just shared there around like there's always going to be outside influences and people that we love and care about that I think at the heart of it want the best for us but also their goals and their dreams aren't going to be the same as ours so sometimes I, I'm going to speak for myself at least like I know I have felt like oh I don't want to disappoint my mom or you know like again just like yeah, really like, or like so-and-so wants this for me, but then you have to stop sometimes and go, wait, do I really want that for myself? Or is that somebody else's idea that now I've taken, you know, on as my own? And then again, we've got to stop and get quiet with ourselves to really figure out like, wait, what is for me? What do I really want? And I think, you know, that's something that I have experienced recently in my own life, like really kind of letting myself be guided and directed by other people's wishes and and that causes so much like confusion and and pain because you you then feel guilt like that you're 
there's this thing of like do I want to live for me or do I want to live for this other person and and it can be very difficult like there are very like specific situations as well where it, it can be kind of like impossible right to like get out of that I think that that can really show up a lot in our romantic relationships where I've been so not wanting to ruffle the feathers and just like keep things as so which as so wasn't actually that high vibing or that really uh connected relationship so I don't know what I was trying to maintain but I think a lot of women can probably relate that we go through um, periods of time or life where we don't want to ruffle feathers and we just want to kind of float under the radar. I don't know about you, but I've been that girl that like, I always thought, oh God, I just want to fly under the radar, but I can't help it. Like, I just like find myself in situations and just have this like way of just not being able to live in that way. Like I'm not meant to conform or be part of the box or whatever and like keep things status quo. And that's what this podcast is all about. Like how can we live outside of the superimposed proverbial boxes, you know, and like live outside of that. So I think it can show up, especially in relationships. So how, yeah, how has that shown up for you in, in past relationships? I think in my last relationship, I, I definitely lost myself. Like I just put all of my energy into my partner and like his goals. Um, and I, I think like to some extent that that was okay in terms of like, I was very passionate about the work he was doing and, you know, I was passionate about the life we were living. Um, but it wasn't kind of until the end of that relationship that I was just like, no, I've lost all passion life because I'm not following you know what I want to be doing and and that's kind of why that broke down too because I, I was just like I need to go figure my shit out like I need to go do this and he was kind of at a similar point in his life too um and it's it's really tough when like that's the case too because it's not like he fell out of love or, or anything like that it's just that life is taking you on a different path and it's like calling you elsewhere um and you know you're spot on about like not wanting to ruffle feathers because it kind of feels like a bit of a lame excuse to like end a relationship because of that you know I gotta Um, I gotta quick pause there and not like yeah I just (laughs) think that is massive and this is something that I think we need to hear more real examples about because how often is it like, oh, well, yeah, of course you're going to leave if they cheat on you or if, you know, they lie to you or if there's this big, like, catastrophic, catastrophic, mm-hmm. is that a word? I don't know. Um, this big thing that happens. But, like, holy fuck, if choosing yourself isn't reason enough to, like, go and do that exploration and then, hey, and, you know, I really believe in, like, you clearly, like, ideally set your sails and you do your thing but I always you know sometimes even share with clients if it's meant to be it could come back it could grow back together but you're not going to sacrifice your own happiness or figuring out those things at the detriment of somebody else and then what's the potential there to feel resentment down the road or later in life Mm, yeah I definitely definitely resonate with that and it, it can be so hard to just like explain to the other person as well. Like mm-hmm. I I'm doing this for me. And so I'm selfish and you know, like 
I think just, and, and I don't know if it's like women experience this more, uh, but like, you know, we, we kind of are taught that pursuing career over family and relationships is like wrong <laughs> or very, very crazy, you know? And like, oh, you must be crazy. You're, you're not going to make money. You're not like, you're not going to um, find a husband. And why don't you just marry a rich man so you don't have to do the work, you know? Like there's so there's much of that around like, it. Limiting beliefs or like ways of life that others want to put on us. And I also think the thing that I, I've heard a few times, this is like coming from another source, is like this has been generations passed down. So it's like it does take a lot to change those narratives now that it's been in society and like in the world for so long. And, you know, it's just, it's still something to work through and to change the way that um, those messages are being put across to the world, right? Mm, and even like right now, this podcast is terrifying for me in terms of like, just being honest about all of that stuff and really like actively trying to change the narrative and be like, no, look, this, this is how it is. This is how it should be. You know, fuck these rules and these standards. And, and it's still terrifying to like speak up about that and think, oh God, like what are people going to think? What are people going to say? Um, but I understand that it's so important that we do have voices out there that, that are doing that and I think you know part of the work of me showing up as myself that like that's a huge part of it it's like actually sharing my voice and and using it to make a difference absolutely I really think that like people hear the messages that are for them to hear when they're ready to hear it and um I'd like to set the intention that we're calling forth um, listeners that are really going to resonate and, and need to hear these messages, you know, and I honor your, I honor the fear though, too, because I think that we have to honor that and sit with that. Um, and that's real because we're human. Like if like things are always going to feel scary, right? Like, you know, I was okay. We'll share with the audience. I was an hour early for this podcast recording. <laughs> like, I think that was a part of nerves and all the different things, right? Like, yeah, when we're doing big, there you go, tie it back in. When we're doing big things, when we're putting ourselves out there and we're trying to, we are living differently, the fear is still there. I think there can be a misconception sometimes that once we overcome a few things and like do a few things differently, that like fear is all of a sudden not going to be there. So if you're listening to this, like you still might feel some fear probably guaranteed, but it's like, do we feel the fear and do it anyways? Do we feel the fear and almost like let fear become like an ally, you know, to go, okay, like I really know I'm on track with whatever life experience is coming up because I'm feeling this way, you know? Yeah. It's really like turning that fear into fuel. Yes. Yeah. Being energized because like with fear comes this sort of adrenaline, right? Like there is, it's a very intense, um, sort of hyper emotion and you know like what are the other intense hyper emotions that you can feel well excited and strong and brave you know and just really like channeling that into a different energy because that's all it is at the end of the day just energy right big time absolutely everything is energy 
Also, another question um, here is, was there a person maybe that you know in your life, like a family member or somebody in society that influenced you in your life or your career to like have these views and, and want to create this kind of life for yourself? I would definitely give credit to my nan, my grandma. Um, she is like the strongest woman I know. She has survived so much, like car crashes, falling down stairs, <laughs> operations, like everything you can think of. She survived it. Um, and, you know, growing up, I've always been very close to her. And she, like, we just have this thing, like we're each other's favorites. And, and she went into like the creative industries, I guess, um, at a time, you know, when she was 15, that was like, in the war like in world war ii um so that was like a big thing that was like you know she was working with a lot of men um a very like male dominated industry and even then right like mm. that, I, it takes a lot now but i could only imagine like at that time in her life and where the world was wow yeah yeah she's she's incredible and just like hearing the stories and just her attitude towards life towards being a woman um she she is very much like if you want it go get it and mm. being a woman shouldn't stop you you know yes mm. <laughs> yeah she's she's a massive massive inspiration to me and even just in her work you know she was a poet and she was a um upholsteress and and i like cherish all of the little bits of her work that I can um, grab and she she was like traveling the world you know she's mm. she spent a lot of time in Vancouver um yeah, Canada, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like I'm dying to go there because I'm just like I, I need to like deepen that connection with her you know so like yeah just her having like the the strength and the drive to to do that like at times when it wasn't normal you know it wasn't deemed like acceptable by society um it's yeah very very empowering to to have grown up with that message constantly I love it I know you've shared before like I'd love to hear a bit of your journey in the workplace and what did that look like as far as maybe experiences that you had as a woman in the workplace um before doing what you're doing now in a more freelance based way um, and anything you think is important for our um, listeners to hear, whether they're in the corporate space or not, you worked for a hotel before. So what was that like? What was it like being a woman in that setting? And just sort of like that, you know, I'm going to actually use the word leadership lightly, because what I have found in my past hospitality experience is I met, I either met amazing leaders or I to be honest, even from a young age, would see certain people in these management positions going like, how did they get a management position? Because the way that they led and like developed the team, I just, I saw a lot of areas of opportunity for improvement. So yeah, share with us a bit of your journey on that. Yeah, I, I, I definitely was like part of a team where there was, like you said, like opportunity for improvement um and it it was basically like an all-female team uh we probably had like 
one guy that worked on the team and then the manager was male so <laughs> it was yeah very interesting to like navigate that being led by a man but we're all women um and it kind of goes back to that thing that I was saying earlier about you know like you can only really connect deeply with yourself through someone that's like very similar to you and this was just like you know we have the opposite of all of us leading us um and so it meant that like things like safety um and yeah just like I guess things that like women are more concerned about right that like they kind of have to be more concerned about weren't weren't put at the forefront of things so I was I was doing night shift at this hotel like six days a week and I was in dangerous situations a lot of the time where I was working on my own or with someone else that was like a young female and we would have people coming into the hotel it wasn't in like the most pleasant area um and we would have to like phone the police a lot and, and like literally be put at risk and and I think that really comes down to like because we weren't led by someone that has to experience that fear and those things daily um and for a period of time as well we did have a female manager and you could see the difference there like you could see that those things were thought about um and but it also was like your typical environment of like like your typical like bitchy environment which i i think kind of that specifically well just all of the females were always gossiping about each other and Mm. and trying to throw each other under the bus and and I think that's what really fed into my perception of like oh I can't really connect with women I can't Mm. I can't have a circle of women and so when we were introduced to the circle in November last year it was just like wow like this is not what I've known because actually in a lot of like you see that like yeah. yeah and I think you know whether it's been educational work settings it's always been a very bitchy environment because you're always competing um and it can like it also depends on your leader I think about whether they create this space where you're playing off against each other or supporting each other there's definitely um, a lot of dynamics that go into it for sure one more thing yeah. to I, before we go into the rapid fire is um, you shared uh, towards the beginning of the episode about how like surrounding yourself with others who are supportive and like caring and you know there for you and all that sort of stuff has been a game changer. Have you had to let go of some friendships and things like that um, to get to that place? Like how did you find it navigating that? Because I think you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. And it's like, we might have all the love and the care. And even like you were saying about your ex, like sometimes there's not necessarily something wrong in the relationship um, conceptually, other than the fact that you're going in different directions, you're experiencing new things. And um, that might just mean that they're not as present in your life anymore. Um, So yeah, what was your experience with that? I would say that it wasn't necessarily me letting go of people to make space for these new people to enter my life, which I think at at times in my life, it probably has been something like that. And I know a lot of people experience that. Um, But I think I already kind of let go of people before that point. I'm very kind of like, if I don't vibe with you, I'm not putting my energy into it. 
um, I'm, I'm still, I can still be a people pleaser to some extent. I can still yeah. allow some people to walk all over me. Um, not so much anymore, but I have been. And, and, but it's more of a thing of just like, you know, if you do me wrong, I don't really have time for you. So I can easily let go of people. And I think I'd reached that point um, before like any one of these now like very supportive people entered my life. Um, I would say though, like now that I'm introducing more and more positive people into my life, more of those people that I do vibe with, I'm recognizing immediately the people that I don't want to let in. You know, like it's it's not even a thing of letting them go anymore, just like not letting them in. <laughs> right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it just, yeah, sometimes it can energetically just shift the people that are coming into your life, or all of a sudden, um, you're not hearing from that person as much as you used to and it's not per se like there was a conversation or anything it's just literally sometimes the energies are not shifting or or not Mm. shifting anymore right yeah and I think the older I get as well there's just more of an understanding like I think when I was in my late teens early 20s it was like if if you don't vibe with me if we don't speak you don't like me you know but it's like it's it's just the more you grow up, the more you understand that everyone has their own lives and their own things and their own like paces too. And and some people just can't have you in your life, like ha- can't have you in their life at that moment. It doesn't mean that you're never going to speak to them again either. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like it, it's all about, um, one of my friends yesterday was talking to me about closing the gap, about you either have to, stoop down to someone's level or they have to come up Uh, and you you don't bring them up like they have to come up it's a very like individual action and and why would you want to stoop down there when you've already gone up so high um so yeah (laughs) I love that so much and it's all like life experiences relationships are they're so fascinating just to see like how they ebb and flow and how people come in and out of your life and I always say like for a reason a season or a lifetime right like you know, some, some are there literally for a reason and then they're not. And then some, a season of life and others are for a lifetime. But I think what really blows my mind truly is having that mindset awareness, like you said, of like, as you get older and you mature and grow, you just, you come to that understanding that everybody's living their life. They've got their things going on. And I think that that yeah, that really speaks to maturity because I I know people in their, you know, 50s, 60s that would have a harder time with that. So it's not always age dependence. It's like the maturity of, yeah, like you and, and like how you're living life. I love that. Cool. Okay. Well, thank you so much for that um, incredible conversation. And before we go, I just have a few like, you know, quick little questions for you. And, and then we'll share that quote that we chatted about earlier. Um, so my first question would be like, um, what advice would you give your younger self? Like, yeah, the younger version of Gemma when you were like, you know, growing up, what would you wish you knew then that you know now to get to where you want to be? Live for yourself. Like it's, I have experienced so many times where I have lived for other people or through other people and um I mean we, we touched on that earlier too about kind of like following people's expectations and 
and being consumed by what they've got going on because that might seem more exciting or you might not seem confident enough to do it yourself you know and I'm realizing recently like even very recently as this week that um following my desires and my dreams and my values is like the most important thing and that's determining so much of my work right now too um you know I'm going to change my job title soon because I'm just like realizing you know where I want to be where I'm headed and and what kind of feels right um and I'm only just getting to that point now like that I'm finding what drives me finding what I get excited about and what what I enjoy when it comes to work and life and romance um and yeah it, it can be very easy to get consumed by other people um so I would literally like just preach to myself like live for yourself those people will be there if, if they deserve to be there and and if they don't match your energy that's because they're not the people for you like you've got many years ahead of you and I'm even kind of saying this to myself now like I have many years ahead of me um, as I was like hearing what you were sharing too it's like yeah it's like younger self or it could just be for anybody listening that wants to step into that right because yeah I think as we get older and experience life we realize yeah like it continues on we continue to need those pieces of advice right Mm. what would you say is like a key to your success so far I know um we didn't get into it a ton but um for the listeners and we'll share more about your Instagram but you've been developing um more creative projects around like loving your body and that sort of thing. So what would you say are the keys to your success in really like accepting all of who you are? It's funny. Cause I was going to say accepting all of who you are. Uh, <laughs> 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 Just like, yeah. I mean like, this is me. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm unique. Like I'm the only person that can do and think how I do. Um, and that is what makes us successful because when we start kind of goes back to my last point as well like when we start living through other people's expectations and following that very uniform standard you know we don't stand out because we're not successful but we are all made differently like however we're put on this planet we're made differently and we have such different traits about us even if like you have like a twin flame there's always going to be some sort of difference there too um and just really channel that and even if you don't like use those differences as a niche for example but like you just celebrate the fact that you are different we're not the same and that doesn't mean that you're odd or weird and people are going to judge you you know (laughs) just like like they do but yeah like that is so 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 important absolutely and I think especially in the space of social media today more than ever everyone of all ages needs to be reminded that you um yeah like you are unique despite what you see online and like all that stuff right so definitely with social media like even the use of filters for example that is something that makes us all look the same then you know and I've had moments before where I'm like oh like this filter doesn't look like it does on Kylie Jenner you know like oh my god I'm ugly (laughs) (laughs) 
But just like, no, it's just like not made for my skin tone or my eye shape or, you know, the lighting in my room. Totally. I do. I have to be honest. I'm a filter girl. I do love a good filter, but I agree with you. Some of them I'm like, whoa, like yeah. a picture with every initial reaction. It would be a joke, man. Cause yeah, like <laughs> they do not all work. Um, so yeah, that's a good reminder, right? <laughs> Um, okay. So what last question, and then we'll share that quote is, um, what would be your theme song? Like if you were about to walk out on a stage and like, you know, or just your theme song for life, what would it be? There's like so many songs that it could be, but I'm going to go for quite a specific one. I don't know if you would have heard of it. Um, but it's made it by Tayana Taylor. And it's like, it's the biggest anthem. Like I, I was lucky enough to travel to um Ibiza in Spain in September for a job and at one point I was swimming in the ocean and they were like blasting that song off of the yacht and it was like I've made it (laughs) that is a picture that took me (laughs) literally I'm like I need to go back and do that again I need to do that all over the world and and it just it's funny because I think I'd like heard that song for the first time maybe the week before and I was like, oh, this is the life I want to live. And then like a week later, I was like, I've made it, you know? <laughs> and it's just like, every time I listen to it, a constant reminder of, I've come so far, I've made it. And there is still so much more to make too. It's like, it's not like made it as an end destination, but yeah. it's channeling that energy of like, I, I'm on top, you know, I, I deserve to be up here. Beautiful. Fuck yes, you do. Hell yeah. <laughs> Oh, dude, that's so amazing. This quote um, that Gemma shared on Instagram recently, and I think it really fits with everything that we've talked about today. So um, for those of you listening, um, here it is. We fear being ourselves in case we push people away. But that's the whole point of authenticity and finding your people. Wouldn't you rather be a hell yes to a small group of people who you vibe with than a meh to a world of people you've you're sacrificing your truth in order to please. Woo! Oh, yes. This is so amazing. Thank you so much for chatting with us, Gemma. It's just like more of these conversations need to come to the world. I'm so grateful for you for being here and uh, yeah, just sharing with us. So we will post like in the show notes that um, Gemma can be reached on Instagram at her Instagram handle. If you want to share that now too, go ahead. Yeah, so it's Gemma Jasmine and then underscore. Um, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so thank you again. And any final words before we um, take off for the day? <laughs> Just celebrate yourself, be yourself, um, love yourself. And thank you so much for inviting me on because I've really, really enjoyed this chat. And we could literally chat for hours and hours about all of this. And I'm sure we've got so much to like get even deeper with. <laughs> Absolutely. So I will say this, this, we'll have to record another one soon for sure. Thank you. Thank you so, so, so much for spending some time with me and my incredible guests. It is always a pleasure coming to you in this special space. If you want to continue along in the conversation, feel free to follow along on Instagram at Danny Rayom. And feel free to subscribe for new episodes that will be coming out every week. If you'd like to connect with our guests, their contact information will be in the show notes for you to connect with them and continue the conversation with them. 
And we are always so, so grateful if you'd be open to sharing a review on Apple. Um, just go to the rate and review section, leave us a five-star review and comment and share whatever it is that um, calls to you that really landed for you in the episode. We hope that this episode has brought you more clarity, more excitement, something that's added more confidence and empowerment for you to take that next step, for you to feel that you can put yourself out there just a little bit more and trust and know that you will succeed and that you've got all that it takes to be the version of you that you've always wanted to be. You've got this, my friend. Music for the intro and outro for the podcast is provided by the ever-talented Jason Rayom, and his contact information is linked in the podcast notes if you'd like to get in touch and receive more of this goodness in some way, shape, or form for your creations. Thank you, thank you, thank you everyone for listening, for tuning in, for sharing your time with me, and we look forward to connecting with you again soon. Take care, keep dreaming big.